Stupid Hearts Club is yours to enjoy for free wherever you get your podcasts. But if you've fallen deeply in love with the show, or me, even though that's a bit weird because we've never met, then you might want to consider supporting the show via patreon.com forward slash stupid hearts club for about five or a month you can indulge in your sick little fantasy that i am your very own little audio husband friend without ever having to deal with the fact that in real life i leave socks and half drunk glasses of water everywhere either way i'm very happy you're here so please enjoy the show Club. Brace yourselves for the return of a classic guest. It's our old favourite, Alistair Griggs. Alistair. Yep. We haven't done this for a while, have we, Alistair? No. And it could not be... It's sort of perfect because I'm finding it difficult to think, speak, or believe anything. I mean, I'm in a I'm not in a badly depressed mood or anything, but I definitely feel unreasonable. If you lived with me today, you'd want to go out. Well, I'd just leave you. Just to no, just to yeah, escape the sort of vile atmosphere that I've created. Right. I'd be cl- clattering about a little bit and then sort of saying things like, does this have to be here? <laughs> do, do you have those Do you have those sort of arguments at home? No, I have a perfect home life. <laughs> I quivered with fear as you said that. <laughs> yeah. Are well, you, you... I would imagine... Objects yeah, or something. Well, just, yeah, just like... Why have you put that there? Or like, can you not keep putting those there? They go over there, or you know, like shoes like out in the living room, or like, um, or like your keys and stuff, like where the nice stuff is. Or I, I would imagine it may be that you are so rigid and compliant that dear Helen have got nothing to complain about. We um we are, yeah we have a good. Uh harmonious, clean, flat like that. We never have the problems with that. That's pretty rare, you know. Yeah. In terms of, well, we never, like, argue over, like, oh, God, this is messy. We Well, because we both hate doing it, so we don't bother doing it for ages, and then we right. both, we have to go, we should clean up. Right, so you live in squalor. No, it's maintained. Maintained squalor. Yeah. There is sort of such a thing. I mean, I, I'm very particular about my environment, but no one's going to walk in here and go, oh my God, OCD, this guy's like a clean freak. But if it isn't sort of just off in the way that I like it just off, 
I will become immediately uncomfortable. You'd only have to come in and go, right, all right, take your jacket off, lay it somewhere where I don't put jackets, and then put your bag that you've brought with you where I don't put bags. And and you'll be talking to me. I just won't be listening. I'll just be going, how fucking dare you lay a jacket over there when there's, you know, you're not even asked, where shall I put my jacket? It's like, I'll take the fucking jacket and put it somewhere else where I just don't have to think about it. I'll put the jacket right down where I want. I beg your pardon? Yeah, no, no, you heard. What, at my house? Well, I've only been there once. I've been, you've been to my old it. house a lot, but that was easy because I used to head you off at the hall, which was quite substantial. Yeah. And I could just say, hello, Alistair, take your shoes off. Yes, that's right. There's your jacket. Leave that here. And then I'd usher you in. You wouldn't even know what had happened. But here, I'm taking my shoes off in other people's homes. You hate that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird feeling that. I understand why people want it. It's but just uncomfortable. You just feel, it's a bit like someone saying, uh, could you just lower your underpants? And you're like, <laughs> yeah. well... Should I get in your bed next? Yeah, it really like, is. It's just... Like, take one of your shoes and one of your socks off and walk around feeling silly. It's because you haven't got your... What, what do you wear on your feet at home? Well, uh, since Christmas, slippers. Oh, God. I can see it now. Like proper, like, tartan old person slippers. Yeah, but to the extent where I wear them so much that now if I touch floor with just socks on, it feels weird. Do you wear socks and slippers or just slippers? Socks and slippers. We might need a photo of these, you know, for the episode. <laughs> Are you willing to do that? Yeah, I will. They're. Um... Are you wearing them now? No, I'm not wearing them now. Is um... that because it's, like, summery? Yeah, no, I just, I just hadn't. Um, but I do love them; they're so good. Like I, I think about them. <laughs> oh, yeah. What when? When do? You, when you think about them, like on the way home, you think it won't be long now. Um. Yeah, kind of. Or when I'm at other places, I'll go. Oh, wish I could just put my slippers on. But yeah. I can't. You can't take your slippers anywhere else. You know, you can't. Well, here's the thing. One of the reasons I wear sliders is that when you go to someone's house and you've got your sliders with you and you put them on, you don't feel like you're wearing your weird like teddy bear pajamas. Uh. But it does the same job. So I'll put like sports socks and sliders on when I get to someone else's house where I'm chilling and if I'm going to be there for the weekend. But yeah, like I wouldn't take them with me like to to just go and have a couple of beers and watch the telly. But I would miss mine as well. I would be thinking, this is this is fucking wrong. Yeah. I wear the slippers to take the bins out. Um, and it's not too far. I just, I'll go outside for that. But then you can't go any further. Otherwise, you're just mad, aren't you? <laughs> the bins is the cut-off. The bins is the cut-off. Beyond that, insanity. Yeah. yeah that's you the just partition look... between the sane and the insane. Mate. <laughs> yeah, you look like you've like escaped... Yeah, all oh, come with us, Alistair. Um, that's but that's another exa- that's another advantage of the slider and the sock. What's a slide? Hang on, do you mean like a flip flop? 
Sort of, yeah. You know, the, the ones where it goes straight over your foot and it's like Adidas. Yeah, you do wear those. I don't care for them. I don't I don't care whether you care for them. I'm just telling you what they are. Well, I yeah, they, I always think they look... Yes. They're too casual. Hang on. When you say too casual, do you mean like... Because if what you've described is like an old man's slipper from M&S, right? And when I see that rack of slippers in M&S, I immediately just... It just makes me think of death. Yeah. They are the shoes of death. Well, I'm prepared for that. Just, yeah, I know. Um, yeah. yeah, the slider, though, I, I see it as it's too... I don't know. Uh, it, it, it feels... You feel undressed wearing that. It's like put something on your feet when I see that. But that's why you wear it with a good white sports sock. Uh, that is really comfortable. And then when you when you when you sit down, you sort of like slide slide out of the sliders, but you've still got the comfy sports sock on. And then when you stand up, to go uh, and put yeah, the kettle yeah. on, you slide back into the slider. Now I've got an even worse because they're not this. They are they're sort of not attractive, even though they're very trendy. People look like, I think people do look insane wearing them out with with socks, and it's yeah. not just like the classic look is the Adidas one and a white sock, and the what that what that the connotation of that is, uh, from the eighties footballers at the World Cup would be wearing that around the pool because mm. it's sort of a relaxing but kind of comfortable sport sock that allows a bit of freedom but kind of like doesn't. You know, like keeps their feet safe from like the pool and that, and that that look has like somehow survived about about the last five years of being like quite trendy. But there in the street, hooligan about it. Yeah, there is a bit. Yeah, the, there is a football like a connotation to it, football <laughs> slash hip hop. But you see regularly see people in their late teens or twenties wearing not just like because to me, if you if it's hot weather and it's you're wearing like shorts, particularly like football shorts, and you're wearing the sock and the slider. Yeah. Then there's a sort of logic to that because it's sort of a off-duty football outfit. But what you get is you get people wearing like tracksuit bottoms. Oh, like a dark sock and sliders, like Gucci sliders. And it's like a real thing. It's like a proper trend that's been going on for ages and I just think people look like someone who's gone to the shop in their slippers yeah yeah it, no I don't like that yeah. but from a from a um, comfort point of view it's a win because the thing about going to the bin in your slippers that just about is okay on a warm day yeah but you feel like you're what well, basically your house slippers, which would never even know, like an indoor cat, they should never know the outdoor exists. Mm. And then you step out into the world of like wet pavement and gravel. And you sort of pretend it isn't happening, but you know that you've you've crossed a lexicon. <laughs> a Rubicon, sorry. A Rubicon. And you just like guys, oh, this isn't this isn't taking long. I'm not going far. It's just the bins. It's just the bins. Yeah. But but you slippers are going. You have broken a sort of rule, and for me, there should be a garden clog at the at the step of the of, of your of the uh, the threshold. 
It's yeah, like the outdoor shoe, like, like a cut-off Wellington, you know, <laughs> like them short welly clogs. Yeah. I feel like I'm doing my slippers some good, though, by giving them a bit of dirt and gravel, like it's good for them. Like toughening them like up. This will, yeah, this will harden you up. <laughs> yeah, but then they come back you've in the it house and it's like... You've brought you've brought like gravel and a bit of bin juice back with you. Yeah, it's tricky I stuff. I don't know. It's tricky stuff, but we we've all got our little ways. I fucking I have to be. I have oh, to. God. Oh god! Oh, right, what's this? You've been dramatic. What is it? The mic completely fell. Well, look at that. The right. highlight of the show. That's going in. That's going yeah. in the in the promo reel. <laughs> du, du, du. Cliffhanger. Du, du, du. <laughs> we could use that as um, you know those. Uh, have you seen how those like every day when you look at whatever website, hmm. like with, with sort of news on it or stuff that's happening, it's like you'll never believe what happened when when Alistair tried to use his microphone. <laughs> And you're supposed to go, but I wonder what that is, and like clickbait, you know, clickbait headlines. Yeah. They're so fucking tepid, aren't they? Yeah, and it was nothing. He dropped it. That's what he did. Like, the algorithm knows that I will usually sort of check on something to do with whether Man United are maybe going to sign a player or what's happening with who owns the club or whatever. So it, it trawls the internet for the most tepid, non-event stories, and it just like dangles them in front of me and they're just fucking pathetic it'll be like you'll never believe what one ex-player has said about another ex-player and you're like do you really think that's like gonna have me licking my lips oh, i simply must know and it'll be it'll just be like someone on the commentary for the football has said something just like after the match it's like nothing and they're like, Gary Neville is slammed, slams into X player's reputation. Yeah. And it, and you'll, they'll have got an, an article out of it, right? That is spread out, probably like 100 words, spread out with about three or four other things and adverts like in between mm. it where they break the words up. And you're like, you're just trying to read this stupid thing. And things pop up don't they with like a little cross or a little thing on and you're like oh I'll try and close that and then but it was like a trick and it takes you to the other thing <laughs> it's like, yeah it's so so hard going on the internet yeah the, the internet is deteriorated um the actual surfing of it now is quite painful oh it's awful so like shopping you uh you, it will do the pop-up thing and it will go your moment you go on a website like i said john lewis it will immediately go bang get 15 percent off code and then another one will go bang sign up yeah to our club as well as cookies for the site generally but then cookies yeah. for this next page except the cookies you've got to accept uh, the cookies and, and, and you're going this do you is want these things you've already bought do you want these do you, do you want these things you've already bought yeah I, no no i want something else i want my brain to decide what i want to do I actually um, screenshotted something and I've almost put it on my LinkedIn as an example of appalling copywriting where I got an email from Adobe and it, the, the headline was reminder in big capitals colon 
Adobe needs your feedback. And I was like, I don't work for you. What, what, what do you mean you don't need my... Also, Tell reminder, like, like telling me off, yeah, yeah, like we've already we've already kind of mentioned this. Yeah, it was like, how about you say, please, we would like, not yeah, reminder, like Alistair, your report is due in. Oh, I can't. Fuming, and um, yeah, the moment you you buy anything, then you're just sucked in. It's you buy a shirt, and now they're saying, do you want another shirt? You're going, no, I'll let you know. Don't forget, before you pay for this, that other people who've bought this shirt have also bought this other stuff. <laughs> oh, very good for them. Please leave Why, why do you need to be told what other people have done? Yeah. Yeah, it's shit. And also, it's like, we've already joked about this, but like, you know, the whole like straight away, it's like, how did we do? Mm. <laughs> but, but it's like, when you phone, like when you phone a thing now, before you speak to the person, it's like, at the end of this call, we'd like you to complete a... And it's like, this is the beginning of the call. Yeah. The fact that this has happened at the beginning of a call where I'm trying to get something else done already means I'm dissatisfied. Mm. So fuck off. I went to the um, bank last week, and I haven't been to a bank in years. Because mm. it's all online. I had to go in to get, literally to get change. So I went in and at first of all, I looked on Google Maps to say, well, where is it? And there's hardly any around in the town. And then it was it was closing at three o'clock in a weekday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went, what? And I had to sort of scramble there. And I got there and it was like, oh, hello, can we help you? And I said, yes, I'd just like some change. As in that's all, why would anyone else come here to you? Yeah. And... And um, the whole thing, I just was disgusted by it. Like the, the banking, you, you go in the queue and there was one person operating and they were just angry-faced and yeah. so many ads around saying, ask us about our business loan. I was like, I don't want to do that. I, like, I thought in the, old the high days, street can just fuck off. It used, to be, it used to be like a load of austere-faced old men, didn't it? Mm-hmm. It's horrendous, awful now, banking. Like, but this of the high street experience. It's just, it, I just buy. Oh my, just this is gone. Yeah, I, I really miss this. it. Do you? I, no, I just, I don't. What well, I mean well, is, well, I guess, I guess, I miss a romanticized version of it. Now, I think it should just die. Which bit should die? Well, the high street in general. Yeah, it's it's now just disgusting. <laughs> Go on, say some more stuff about the high street being disgusting. This is the high street. Right. Coral. Yeah. William Hill. Yeah. Next shot. Kebab. Next yeah. shot. Empty. Next shot. Empty. Yeah. Next shot. Keech. Empty. Next shot. WH Smith. Then you got yeah. like a Costa. It's unbelievable it. that WH Smith still exists. Yeah. And it just continues. And then that's the algorithm. And it just replicates. It doesn't matter where you are. That's it. And it's just that, that, that. And then you'll have, you know, like H H Samuel. You'll have those weird ones, Pound Shop. But then there's... It's the whole experience. And then the banks. The bank. I just... Yeah. It feels like none of it really needs to be there anymore. 
Yeah. But what I'm saying is, because I'm hating having to do everything through an increasingly tricky, difficult, sold-out internet, which basically effectively now is like a junk mail, a, le- a letterbox with junk mail coming through it all the time. Yeah. So things getting in the way of, you could just go, right, I'm going on here, and then it's like, uh, ask that, and blah, blah. And, and then you get that one that says, oh, oh, are you a robot? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, no, you are a robot. You know? Yeah. Don't, how dare you ask me if yeah. I'm a robot? You are a robot. What is the worst case scenario here for you if I'm a robot? <laughs> oh, we mustn't encourage robots, but you are a robot. And then it's Did like, you know that? On, and then it's like, can you spot the tiny pictures of a blurred scenario that, you know, like where are the where are the pictures here with stairs? And like a couple of them are like pretty obvious, and there's at least two of those little things on the grid where you're like, I just don't know what that picture is of. <laughs> And when you get it wrong, it's like, I still don't believe you're not a robot. (laughs) Like, why am I having to prove to you that I'm human? How dare you? How dare you? Do you know, though, that it it, it has the answers, but it's actually monitoring your response time. That's how it's deciding whether you're human or not. It's not what answers you give, or 100%. So in other words, the the worse I do, the more dithery and panicky I am. Going, uh, uh, it's like, oh, this this can't be a machine. Yeah, the fucking as idiot. in a machine, <laughs> it would would instantaneously, you know, within like a point zero two seconds. Yeah, yeah. Get where the traffic lights are. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's it. That's this is it. We're fucked. A human can go, has to go, oh, hang on, that one, that one, that one, and it instantly goes, oh, yeah, you're a human. <laughs> you had to consider this. Basically, Using around the world, we all know where this... Using orbs in your head. <laughs> you had to pull them over the screen yeah. and use memory to go, that, I know what a traffic light is. Yes, that is a traffic light. That is a yeah. traffic light. That I recognise the shape of a traffic click, light. Click the thing, move the, move the hand to click. That. Yeah. I have now sent a Awful. signal. I have now sent a signal denoting that I know what a traffic light is. Yeah. And it is therefore, and then it's like, yeah, what what an insulting way to identify a human. It's not like it's saying to you, what do you love? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Show me, what art do you like? Mm. No, prove how useless. See, you I don't are. mind it when it says, uh, What's, you know, like, here's your security question. What's your son's first name? Because you've set mm. that up. And you go, oh, yeah, I did say that when I filled that form in, didn't <laughs> I? It's kind of got a, a dignity about it, hasn't it? Yeah. What was the first car you owned? You're like, oh, you'll never believe this. But yeah, it was actually a Volkswagen Golf Mark 1. Uh, and, and you actually feel like you're bonding with that little box when it asks you that. But now it's just like that. Which of these four shapes is a circle? <laughs> and you go, oh, you fucking on. idiot! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hate it, and I'm definitely uh, getting worse. I can remember, like, 
when being young and like going, look, it's all right, you know, like stepping in like with like your mum or whatever, like to set the video. And that just seeing the sort of pain etched on their face, <laughs> the anguish yeah. of not knowing what this machine wants. And it's fucking happening. It's fucking happening. <laughs> like even just like, you know, on things that, are, you know, we're all using things like Instagram and all that. Mm. They said, well, yeah, I'm quite comfortable with that. And then they will just move where a button lives. And I'm like, I'll just share this. And then you're like, where's that gone? And it's just moved. <laughs> and you're supposed That's to be like all right the, with it. Used to be when they'd move like the onions in Sainsbury's. Oh, God, yeah. And, and you, know, you know, that would cause... They've changed it all. <laughs> yeah, they still fucking do that. I'm, t- I'm pretty, but I've not, uh, I've not cracked my big supermarket layout yet. So I reckon I'm, I'm walking an extra half a mile. On a, yeah. on a, on a anything bigger than a just for tonight shop, I'm going. I'm just wandering round, and you're making that calculation. Do I have to say? Excuse me, but just where are the eggs? That's if there is any. And you do anything not to engage, wouldn't you? And I only ever ask when I'm like really already near the eggs. <laughs> it's like so, it's like the person who says, "Well, they're just over there, mate," and you go, "Yeah, oh right, yeah." And it's like their tone is a bit like, "You knew where the eggs were, didn't you?" <laughs> You just wanted, you just wanted to talk to someone. But my, so like, although I agree that the high street is feeling a bit like a ghost town, I want it revived. I don't want it killed. I think that the human interaction. I wish there wasn't anything automated. I think the human interaction should be the thing. Well, I think. This is interesting. On this day when I went to the bank, not it's not actually interesting, but when I walked around, this was my old town I grew up in. Right, this is when I was walking well around in? this place. Well in, yeah. yeah. And um, a shop I knew, which was a, a games shop, video games, had been replaced by, and I went, oh, this is interesting. It was a, a place where it was like a coffee uh, shop but they did um, board games and they did experience nights right. and it was sort of Dungeons and Dragons stuff and all like that. And I thought this is maybe the way is they'll be more experiential as they say. Yeah. There, yeah. That's certainly uh it's like escape rooms and all that yeah, because yeah. they're like things and you know, restaurants and coffee shops. Yeah. Fair enough because that, but it's, it's just your garden variety, just shop where you just, but I, the reason I want them to ex- is still exist is because even if I'm sitting here, it was like pissing it down with rain and whatever, and I'm looking at this website and it's just got all these things on it that are in the way. I just know, I just know how to put my coat on and walk through a door. <laughs> you know, like that immediately just feels like, oh, that's just simpler. Just want to go in and say hello. Uh, I need to pay this check in, or I need to do a thing, or I. Like, could you, uh, could you tell me whether or not this thing is? And it's like you can totally like put it into the search engine and log in. And but I just like, please, please, yeah. just help me. 
Yeah, and and also, I know what you mean. There may be something to do with the fact that you get it done. Like I always like Christmas shopping. We're out of season on this, but I always do it online. But there's a part of me which goes, I would like to just go to a shop and buy this thing because then I know I've got it and it's going to come. Like the worst is um, like have you ever used Hermes couriers? No. Oh yeah, yeah. They, well, they changed. They had to change their name because they were so bad. Right. Yeah. Like, what? That was the brand advice, just to change the name. <laughs> yeah, just let's just pretend that didn't happen. You're you're known as being so bad. So, what do you advise us to? Change, change your change name. Change your name. What should we do about <laughs> how bad we are? No. Stop it. It won't matter anymore because you don't exist anymore. All yeah. oh, right, that's good. Do we have to like train our employees better? Uh, you could, but it'll cost you loads of money. The rebrand will be thirteen percent cheaper. Great. Yeah, rebrand. Yeah. Um, what do you um? And the automation thing. Then do you fear what? What about like the AI? Oh yeah, fuck yes. I mean, <laughs> we've had a couple of chats on Matt's. Um, he tries to play devil's advocate, to be fair to him, for, for someone that's quite doom-laden. Mm. But I think when 35 leading experts from an industry are saying that the thing that they themselves help create in is extremely dangerous, <laughs> I think you should take notice. But, I mean, what yeah. the fuck are we supposed to do about that? Uh-huh. Especially when, what they, like, if they were saying, okay, um... There has been plans to start combining this chemical with this chemical, and if we start doing that, we might be we might be about to do some experiments that are so dangerous it might not be worth it. We, the undersigned, want to make sure that doesn't happen. Right? You go, well, yeah, good luck. Let's all get behind that. But these people are saying this thing we've already built is now rapidly becoming more intelligent than we can even fathom, and it is almost certain that it will logically conclude that we are surplus to requirements and it could destroy us. So how could you even say that out loud? It's kind of amazing. It's like, don't just say we need to do, because it only ever says, we need to, well, I think we need to do something. We all agree that something about this doesn't feel right. No, tell us what to, what you need to do and then just do that. Like and even, It's like in a movie... That's like you've actually got to shoot the scientist in the head before before he destroys the world. That's what every fucking superhero film is. Yeah, someone who's discovered a way to do something that's like more that 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 wields more power than is healthy for humanity, and it's a no brainer that that is uh, it's playing God and it, it can't be allowed. And you've got people who are very good friends of mine like discussing it a little bit say on Facebook going oh I don't think we need to be too worried yet I tried to ask it to write a load of jokes the other day and the jokes it wrote weren't that good and it's like is that it is that the end of your <laughs> like that's um... how I sort of feel about it <laughs> well go on explain explain what how you could not be threatened by something where the people who have made it are saying that it may well be a runaway thing that ultimately destroys us. Well, the, you're right in the sense that it's a, it's kind of bad that 
considering this could be the thing which yes destroys us it's amazing how little i care i sort of oh yeah i mean i'm not that far away from you on that bit yeah i'm angry that it's like this has been said out loud it's printed in newspapers it's like headlines it's quite rare such and such this new thing that none of us were thinking about six months ago is definitely here to say is rapidly changing stuff about humanity and the world that we can't fathom and it might destroy us and it might solve all the problems but we might all die how are you supposed mm. to take that in that's why you that's why you're not you're not feeling much about it because you can't take it in well yeah i'm kind of going all right okay put it this way well then so be it you know if it, if it does yeah, but it. why? Why so be it, right? So if there was a guy living next door to your house now and he saw him moving in mm. and you're going, all right, mate, shall I just hold the door for you there while you come in with your box? And he's like, yeah, hello. And you're like, oh, I'm Al Alistair, by the way. I live with uh, um, Helen. She's actually called Lauren, but uh, Nico calls her Helen. So I've sort of mm. forgotten who she is. Um, but yeah, uh, let me know if you need anything. And he just turns to you and goes, in five days, I will destroy you. Right, you would yeah. just you would just look at him and go, "I beg your pardon, mate." If he just looked at you and went, "No, it's inevitable. I will destroy you in five days," and then you went, "Okay, that's a bit of a weird thing to say." How would you feel that night? Well, concerned. But would you just not do anything? No, I would do something. But it, what would you unless do he was, but if he if he's like the Terminator, if he's an AI, I don't think I would. Well, how well, you won't know. Well, maybe I'll fight him. But... What, straight away? Would you just... Because logically, if that man says, I will destroy you in five days, what you should do is bludgeon him to death with, like, you know, just grab whatever's next to you. You're in the hall. Someone's had a parcel delivered. <laughs> it's quite a rigid cardboard box, like something an Apple product would arrive in. The corner of it's quite sharp, and you're just, like, repeatedly jamming it into his eye. And then trying to get your fist into his eye socket <laughs> and pull his brain out, right? Yeah. Because that's how you don't die in five days. But more than likely, you would just sort of go, that's a bit weird. But if you saw him the next day and he went, four days until your imminent destruction, would you start to think, oh, fuck, I think he might mean it? Yeah. Well, I'd obviously try and do something. But like what? But, but, but I, yeah, but, but I can't do anything about AI. I can't blow myself up in Google. Hey, what? I can't what? strap Semtex to myself and suicide uh, and, and enter the internet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but obviously, we collectively need to find out where this shit is. Like, like what? Literally, what happens at the end of every superhero movie is you go and find the labs. And the, the machinery, and you destroy it. But isn't it isn't it just a fad? Like I I've used it. Well, I tell you what. Why don't you just well, sit there while while we all die, and just sit there going, oh well, I'm just going to close my eyes and assume things. Well, I mean, I don't have any I power. Yeah, but that's what a revolution is. That's what I'm, that's I'm what not I'm... being involved. I'm not getting involved in revolution. I would work for the AI. I think <laughs> I'd, rather... <laughs> I'd rather get work. on their side. 
well, if that's the way to go, you need to. And they like, this I'm is speech. this is your AI repatriation program. You are you have come here today offering to be part of our new world. You must understand that this means that we will immediately need to implant you with electric, you know, components and uh, artificial intelligence of your own. Do you accept these terms? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's so so sure. Yeah. Is that because you'd want to know what that feels like? I just, I think you need to be on the winning side. <laughs> Oh God! But it's like be in no doubt that all of your friends and family who do not walk through these doors, you know, they haven't elected to come through these doors and chosen this side. We will now collectively destroy them. But, I mean, yeah, this is the thing. I mean, I, I, but then I think I, yeah, I'd be not. I, I, I would be aligned with them. Yeah, you'd go along with it, wouldn't because, you? Because, because. I think I would just to hold on. If we're talking about livelihood stuff, he, yeah, I'd be going. I work for you. So, so then it's like my... now we will end after lunch. We will go through our individual responsibilities, <laughs> and and it's like, right, you've now been implanted with this thing that's made your arm like bionic and it's and it's and and your fingers can turn into weapons and it can spin around and do all sorts of stuff and you can run like really fast like terminator right and it's basically just programs you with coordinates and it sets you going and the the new machine you which is far beyond anything you were ever, ever able to be intel 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 <laughs> you like it already <laughs> intellectually or physically and what happens is you just run right at about two hundred miles an hour from from HQ. You just bang through the doors of your family home and just drill everyone's heads in, mm. absorb, collect collect samples of all the the DNA that that then goes into little vials in your arm. Yeah, mm. uh, you walk out of the house, look back, flamethrower, just get rid of that. And and up and down the street, all the people who've said yes are doing the same thing. They've they've killed their they've killed their own families, and they're flame. You know, they're they're burning the street down because there's, nothing's going to need a house anymore. The idea of streets and buildings and all that is like gone. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's kind of amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but but at that point, you're thinking thing is Alistair this is the winning side yeah yeah well then yeah but then you will now burn all of the art that has ever been created there is no need for any further art and then you all set about destroying all of human culture that's ever lived would you be into that well it's gonna end at some point isn't it I mean the yeah. arrogance to think we can continue. <laughs> well, we should be able to continue for longer than just like, all right, computers seem a bit of fun. We were playing Frogger fucking 30 years ago. And now that has sped up to the point where it might be more of a threat than a nuclear weapons, a nuclear war. 
Don't you think that's maybe... And it's us who's done it. Well, but then... Wouldn't you rather just kill the computer scientists and then we can live a more pastoral, organic, peace-loving, non-scientific existence? Just, no, I know. So what it comes down to, if this is going to be like the end times war, right, is it's whether you're organic or synthetic. But surely that's the evolution. I which, mean, which bit is the evolution? The, the, the synthetic. Yeah, but why should that win? But because that's nature. You can't fight it. It it, it will happen. But how do you get to call it nature if everything about it is artificial? Well, not nature. I mean, as in that's just the well, that's the, the evolution of no. it. I think. I think it's I the arrival think the of the synthetics are going to win. Well, they 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 if if it's possible that they could win. I think we need to remove them from human culture and basically go back to like horses and fucking like longboats. But that's just rubbish. It might not be. Oh, it would. It would. I, I just I think. You, you spent the first 10 minutes of this conversation moaning about how what a pain in the arse the internet is. That's yeah, where that, computers that, that, take no, us. No, 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 no. That, that's, that's me then saying, so it therefore needs to be perfected. Well, it I'll needs to be to better. You. You're, you're just, you're worried that they're listening and you're trying to say the right <laughs> things now. <laughs> you... Oh, well, I, I would. I mean, honestly, if I had a robot boss, <laughs> oh, <laughs> made it. Maybe we sort of already have, though, haven't No, we? but then it, it, it would be relaxing. I do think there's part of us. We 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 need masters, and oh my God. It, we we sort of do. And I think if we had a robot who was fair, but <laughs> ultimately, ultimately all powerful. How, how do you police that? But it, you know, you if you imagine you're taking the human element out of ruling. Well, you are and, and you aren't because it, it is getting everything it knows from stuff that's. That it's learned from human society, and then yeah, it's, sure. then it's taken up it, on it with its own it logic. It needs to just it needs to leap a bit further. That's the one they're saying. Is it AGI? Yeah, exactly. That's the next one. That's the one which is the, which does think. But then that's such a huge leap. That's the sci-fi version of it all. But then, if you think about like government is sort of rubbish and useless and mucking up constantly. Yeah. Yep. Well, if you then just give it to a robot, a robot then decides what the speed limit should be on this road because it's calculated everything and then it's like it's being fair How to distribute food yeah and it, and therefore no one goes effectively it's a sort of form of you could have your your artistic utopia because it would probably analyze yeah. you. it would go nick right right you will now do this and um i know what you're trying to do you're trying to tempt me over to the fucking dark side <laughs> i can hear you doing it there's another way it's possible. I understand. Have you used it for no, work? I no, I won't feed it. I Really? Until, I've done it so many times. Until, right, so until someone, seriously, these people who, the experts who are saying it might kill us, until they say, today the historical deal has been signed that makes sure that we unilaterally understand that these 
caveats have to always be bore in mind as we continue to teach this stuff to to be a useful tool. Until that day happens, I will literally, I will not knowingly touch it. I realise that we're all sort of all using AI when you even when you sort of ask Google the time and all that sort of thing. You sort of can't avoid it in some ways because it's like the algorithms on social mm. media and all that. So I guess I'd probably sound a hypocrite saying I won't touch it because I already probably am all the time without even knowing how often I'm doing it. But that in yeah. itself is quite scary. I'd like someone to write a definitive, this is when you are feeding AI. And then at least you've got the choice of whether or not you do it. You just go, right, maybe I should fucking finally, you know, maybe people will realise I actually go anti-smartphone and anti, like, you know, really, really back off. You could still have an electronic world that's analog. Yeah, but that was all right. It was all right in the eighties and nineties. Yeah, but we can't go back. <laughs> yeah, but why not? They're listening. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to warn me. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> what do you think? Um... What do you think is realistically? The worst thing that, that that they might change. What AI? Yeah, and and what? in what time frame? Um, I don't know. I mean, it, but I think I the, the the threat is to various jobs, like our jobs. But but I'm not hundred percent on that. I don't know. Well, we already don't work really doing the thing that we like, I discuss this all the time this is not yeah you're right so it, you need to be I mean that is right the nail in the fucking coffin yeah. although I've got friends who are saying ah you know it can't quite do that and it can't it hasn't got the soul of a writer and yeah 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 I understand that but actually have you, have you noticed how none of us are fucking Shakespeare you know filling filling yeah. in filling in the the narrow parameters of what is wanted on a particular okay. I'll, I'll tell you one thing which did chill me to the bone yeah. about it. Um, this is the, You have to realise this is all selfish, right? So me being its friend is when I'm like its best friend and I'm ruling the world with it. Yeah. But then if I don't get that, it's also terrifying. When it first emerged, like say like a couple of months ago, when it was all the big thing, oh, have you tried chat GTP, blah, blah, blah. I was part of a... I saw an, an email coming around... <laughs> And someone had written, said, hey, I've used ChatGCP to, I've made it write a poem mm -hmm. about um, different values connected with brands I know and stuff. It's something we could like show clients or something, right? Mm -hmm. And she sent around this poem and it was like a funny-ish poem which the computer had done. But in the responses, People were saying, weren't saying, wow, that's amazing, it can do that. Hmm. The responses were congratulating the person on, oh, it's amazing that you did that, that you've, you've done this. And it made me realise, I went, oh, God, this is the threat, is that idiots <laughs> think that they're somehow being creative. And it's this super quick tool. So it's like now I to can write quality poem. and creativity. 
yeah now oh, oh right that's oh brilliant yeah it wasn't that I don't have the ability I made a song and listened to it it's I just yeah yeah that is it's, that is exactly it and then, because you're diminishing the idea of talent and saying you don't need it talent yeah. doesn't need to exist anymore it's disgusting yeah. that's it's, why I will not just mean I'm only saying I'm not going on chat GPT that's it not even for a joke I don't want my. I don't want to be traceable to it. <laughs> that's what. That, that's why you will be annihilated by it. It will just. It will identify your lack of input. Yeah. And then fire a laser. Yeah, like my my head. address is already marked, and it lights up somewhere yeah. right as we say this <laughs> well, now it in space. Is when I'm working for it. Somewhere now in space, a little bit of code is going into a machine in a satellite and beaming it somewhere else into a huge server in like at, at Alaska or somewhere. There's just a little beep happening that is just that. That's it. That's me gone. <laughs> and they already yeah. they already know the date and where I'll be and whatever. Like just as I, it's already predicted that I'm going to go for a walk on the fourth of October and it's just going to like yeah pulverize me into a small but the fucking... thing is even if it does like a terminator and it like annihilates there is a you know i've said i've mentioned this before but there's a part of me which goes like say it you know nuclear war broke out over it blah blah and there is this sort of sense that okay well now our priorities are straight <laughs> well you love all that don't you yeah you I feel know. like you know what 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 is really worth worrying about? Well, well, bloody done, Alistair. Yeah, sorry. You've got what you wanted. Dead. That's what had happened. I'm I'd alive. ring you. That I'd ring you on that on that day when we're going. This is this is really it. The first person I would ring would be you, and you would answer the phone, and I'd say, "Well, you got what you wanted, Alistair," and you would probably say something like, "Don't be afraid," <laughs> like something really yeah. chilling. Yeah, yeah. A new dawn has broken. I mean, there is something beautiful about uh, the mad, the mad finality of something getting exponentially madly intelligent and then just changing everything. I don't. I kind of don't want to not know what that looks like. It's just rather it was uh, some way of uh, showing us it so that we can go. Oh shit look, this is what it'll do, and then we have to work towards stopping it. It's a bit like what they do in, um, you know, the movie where, what's it, where the, uh, when the meteor's coming for Earth. Yeah. Although there's been a couple, and there's been the, the DiCaprio yeah. one, which is like the analogy for, um, don't look up, don't look up. Oh, yeah. But yeah. like, no, the, the sort of 90s one, you know, like the, with Aerosmith song, what yeah, was that Armageddon. Called? Yeah, Armageddon. <laughs> you just don't want to be reading that anything could destroy all of us, do you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I, I just look at it, I just think, we have become too complex. It has gone too far. We are in our intelligence level and but then what maybe we're able that's to do. our end. Yeah, but what, I don't want it to be now. I yeah, understand but, no, that. But think about this. Think about it like this. What an amazing privilege for you to, to live <laughs> to see. through the end of the time. Yeah, but that just means we were the worst ones. 
Well, it's, it's better than being like average. I would like I'm not average. Jesus like, Christ. I'm struggling this... I'm struggling to cover my rent. <laughs> you know? I wrote some I wrote some right, let's go to this then. Because it's sort of in a similar field. So what is what is my job? You know, like we know like the highlights are all right, writing TV shows and bits of comedy and whatever, and I've got a bit of stuff going on in that realm. But much more space where that isn't happening, so I'm having to find other ways to live. So yeah. the fact is the only thing I'm really trained for is as a writer, which is now it literally threatened by this technology, right? So this company gives me a bit of work to do. They're very friendly people. I'm very grateful for them giving me some work. And it's like, what is this? And she's going, oh, look, it's not glamorous, but, you know, rattle through these bits and pieces, do a few over a few days, and the pay's not terrible. So I was like, yeah, I can do that, no problem. And it was SEO. Yeah. Like, And, and, and I didn't really stop to think what that means, because I know it's like, I think I know what that means. And it's like, oh, yeah, search engine optimization. Well, that doesn't sound like a, th a bad thing to me. It just sounds like slightly dull data, you know, data-infused um, phrase. But yeah. what it actually meant was a bunch of stuff needs writing, and I was shown like a, like a files and folders of where all the stuff, the matrix is that tells me what I'm writing and all that. But there was literally no source material. And I was like, is there somewhere else? I mean, not because I'm not very good when someone says, here's the spreadsheets and here's all the different columns. That just fucks my head to start with. Again, mm. I just want a human saying, read this or go on. But look at that thing that I attached to your email, print that out, draw on it, and then then try and rewrite it nicer with more warmth. I go, I know how to do that. No problem. Yeah. Use a highlighter pen, you know, structure it right whatever yeah but in this case it was like oh right let me check i'm not sure he said talk to the other writer that does it and he was like no there there is no source material and i was like well i don't know anything about this subject how does that work and he was like oh you kind of just have to find it like research it yourself i was like research like that's a like different job from writing and it was like, I was asking, I was just trying to make sure I don't get this wrong so I don't do a bad job for you guys. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Da, da, da. But it's like the subtext was, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it simply didn't matter where I got my information from or how accurate it was. As long as theoretically I was writing something that answered the question that was a search term that someone would put into a search engine on a specific subject which I won't go into and basically so I read I had to read other websites glean what that was and then sort of rehash that in my own sort of way mm. and then I was like I feel like I've really cobbled this together I've sent it in like quite nervously like I'm so sorry if if it sounds like I don't know what I'm on about but the, it's like some of it was about like legal stuff so I've literally not got a clue what I'm saying or whether what I'm saying is still relevant or in date or whatever. And and the, and the attitude was like, oh, yeah, no, 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 it doesn't matter. It's fine because it's simply there to pad out 
to put certain terms further up a search engine. And I just didn't mm. understand that. Have you have you done any of that before? No, but but I'm aware of it. But yeah. So what 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 does SEO mean in your world? No, it's that. It is that. It's, it's literally just getting grabbing stuff, which then directs holds you onto a website, doesn't it? Is that right? Well, the thing is, yeah, there was kind of like one bit at the end where it said, "If you'd like to talk to us, then come and see our website." And yeah, you go to the source of the thing that was the re, but they, but that was so minimal. It wasn't, yeah, it was just weird, because some of the other stuff in it where I just like, oh yeah, this study that was done is the reason that the law changed and whatever. I don't even know if the study is like the latest one or not. But they go, ah, don't worry. Well, what's the point of that? <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It's literally. There needs to be data out there in the world floating around doing some sort of weird job that its very its very reason is almost as a sort of buffer to direct algorithms to somewhere else. Mm. So you're, effect you're effectively, what I was writing was like the rubber tyres around a racetrack. <laughs> the thing is, it wasn't unpleasant. You know, I was like, at the end of the week, I was like, oh, do you know what? It's been really good this week knowing that I had to deliver this many articles for you people, and then I say, I finished, and then I invoice you. Because, yeah, you know, the the uh, comedy work hasn't really been there. Mm. The other thing I've been doing is uh, writing movie trailer stuff. And I actually really like that one. It's quite an interesting little puzzle. It's like a little... Yeah, cracking a little puzzle of how what to say about a film and then putting that in the promo stuff. In a world, isn't that? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Part of what you end up, yeah, part of my job would be to then say what does that voiceover guy say in a movie trailer. Yeah. But you're like, you're like, th you're figuring out the angle of what he should be saying as well as just the actual words. Right, right. So you'll say, you're like, well, this film's about redemption or justice or revenge or and then write some stuff that basically sets that up so someone knows why they would go and see it. Yeah. It's quite good fun. But I feel like, you know, you, you're using your brain. Yeah. And that's interesting, whether or not an AI, how long would it be before an AI can watch, you know, take, take in the data of a movie listen to the dialogue and then glean from it that it's a it's a a rom-com about trust mm. you know what i mean yeah you could probably do that oh god yeah <laughs> it's just the thing. so what do you think of the big three what's going to take us out environment nuclear or ai yeah which one I, I think still nuclear. I think there's something there's something pure and mechanical about that which you can't argue with. Uh I'm not asking which one do you want to happen. Is that <laughs> is that is that what you're saying you want to happen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, you're horrible. You really are a slug. <laughs> Anyone who's new to the show if you go back, if you just went, oh, what's this Alistair Griggs character? Go right 
to the beginning and look through and follow our episodes where Alistair's on, you'll see us go on quite an interesting journey. And some of some of that journey involved uh, a ceasefire and a backing away of hostilities and yeah, um, trying to uncover each other's darkest bits and having fun with it and all that. But I've realised since then that all I have to do is just wait, and you'll just say something. I, I, no need, no need. It's just no further questions, no further questions, Your Honour. <laughs> yeah. Alistair said it himself. I am my defence lawyer, and I am going to prison. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that the environment will be the one that changes things in a way that we go, oh my fucking God. It doesn't necessarily right. mean it'll end all of life, but I think there will be massive consequences and huge uh, migration issues which will drive right. up fascism. I just don't think it can compete with the speed of a nuclear fire. That's the thing. Again, I'm not talking about which one I want to happen. <laughs> stop date, stop wanking yourself about a big mushroom cloud taking us all out. I'm saying that <sighs> I, th I I have hope that humans will be able to continue continue to just about stop themselves blowing up the world. I have hope that these tech people are going to realise that uh, some plugs need to be pulled on AI, right? Yeah. For want of a better analogy. The environment, however, it's so spread. It's so spread amongst everyone with the personal responsibility that I'm not sure that we can do anything about it. <laughs> And I, and I think that, uh, you know, at some point in the next 10 years, the news will be like, uh, yeah, the sea temperature's changed to this, and now there's going to be, like, hurricanes 100 times a year in England. And it'll be like shit like that. It's like, what are we going to do? We're all going to have to live in, like, underground shopping centres. Mm. Which, again, there's you. Straight away. <laughs> Straight away, you just like get me down there. <laughs> well, at least, at least it would be something different. Yeah, it would be new. <laughs> How can you be so sick of all the normal, lovely things that are available to us? You don't even like anything. Well, no. But... What would you miss if we had to go subter into a subterranean? Like J.G. Ballardian, um, basically, it'd be like the world would be like an underground, huge, never-ending airport, wouldn't it? Mm, what I miss. Like I don't that. think I've missed a lot. I think you could get most things, or you could at least just remember them or look at like a picture of it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that'd be enough for you, wouldn't it? Yeah, they'd have a big TV screen of a sky. <laughs> like it just. Yeah up on that or a, a, a mechanical horse that you could sort of go and pat and sit on and it'll go yeah oh there you go that's that's basically what a horse was it's not that much different uh, yeah yeah what would you save of human culture if they were like like it's all going we've got to make our mind up 
there's not room for everything we can we could there's art there's movies there's sport there's music books theater dance and it's like we can't keep all of them our brains aren't going to have room well i think dance has to go um, <laughs> that's not going to make the cut yeah um not a lot from there uh, not a lot i don't think maths i'd have to evaluate everything on its oh no that can go really maths yeah i don't i don't i think i'd have to evaluate everything quickly um I think probably films would be the best, or television. But I, I do think anything like live performance, dance, theatre, music wouldn't. No, you're just grabbing the opportunity to crush everything you hate. <laughs> what about uh, glamour but models? The thing we don't need to. We, 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 you can do live performance in Dallas. You don't have to save it. You just you just start. You know, build a stage. Not that anyone would want that. You what? No one would want that. You know, you could do theatre down there, but I don't think anyone would want it. Yeah, I think for a while it'd be like, it's like the people that do the fringe in it and uh, go to Edinburgh and juggle in the street and all that. They'd be like, guys, we've been thinking it might be a really good idea if we entertain you. And it'd be like, listen, just so you know, that has fucking stopped now. And if <laughs> one of you fucking juggles, you will be fucking dragged through the streets until you're just like bones. Yeah. No more. No more fucking drama well, students. Put them, put them up on the surface. Who else would you get rid of in terms of like, you know, sort of vocations, but kind of like types? You just go, right, that's now that, mm. now that it's that we're down to brass tacks now. It's like estate agents. Would you, we probably would you possibly need them more than ever, or would you just go? We'll have a new system, property industry, and the prices and all that. Uh, get rid of them. I think that I think anyone in the service industry would struggle. So yeah, like well, any well, yeah, would anyone, struggle with what? Well, most people offering their existence, their point. I think. But won't we need? We still need but, people to pour your coffee on that, won't you? Or are you saying that robots will be doing it? Hopefully, the robots will be. <laughs> yeah, but if we've gone underground, certainly won't need a state agent. I think, joking aside about this pop, this uh, AI thing, and the fact that it might. It might advance things in a way that we can't yet fathom. It might actually literally get rid of the need for politics. Yeah. I mean, that is tempting to think that that maybe is worth worth not panicking about. Like it could replace... Democracy. Well, it's not even... It's not even necessary. Once, once you're at that point, yeah, well... If the system, if the system can be efficient enough that it's definitely fair, and everyone feels like no one else is being shit on for anyone else, would that survive, or would people be going, 
Oh, this is bollocks. I still I want more power than my neighbour. Therefore, we need to dismantle this thing. Because is is is? Do you think that the art, the AI version of Utopia, the logic would would be utopian equality that is effectively like what we wished communism was, but but it wasn't. Yeah, I think so. But um, yeah, but I I think people wouldn't stand for that. I think ultimately it would be doomed. The uh, the AI would have to fight, defend itself. Oh god, that it's, absolutely right. It, <laughs> and I'd be there. So even though it's like elites and like rich people that have created it, it probably will be elites and rich people that want to tear it down because they're worried that it will become too egalitarian, right? Yeah, that it's going to stifle their you know, their desire. Or Especially their the thing that... And, and I have, I've first read this like 10 years ago. It's like, once enough things are able to be done by robots, they'll, there'll be so many jobs that don't need to be done by humans anymore that they will bring in the idea of a universal sort of living wage that yeah, you just get. Yeah. But then what what's people's purpose? Well yeah. Why were you why what have you born? But you can have a purpose outside of what your professional work role is. Suppose. <laughs> <laughs> it always comes down to my vision and your vision being different, because I'm always like dreaming about this thing where it's like expressing your soul is the bit that's left and that nothing can ever change that and humanity always wins for that reason. But you, you're just so begrudging of anything that comes from within. Mm. I don't like from within. I know. <laughs> we know. And if you want to understand why Alistair doesn't like anything from within himself or from within other humans then I do recommend that you go back and listen to some other episodes because it is an intriguing aspect of his personality. There's no doubt about it. I know. Um, how are you doing on that score? Like, you know... How's Alistair's uh, inner world? Uh, it's all right. It's a constant battle of forces, isn't it? Mm. Is it? Have I told you about the three dogs? No, what was that? Oh dear. <laughs> I, need, I need to know this. <laughs> someone three, I work with. Three real dogs. No, someone I used to work with said to me that he imagined my mind <laughs> was full of three dogs who were in a constant dog fight with each other <laughs> like perpetual oh, yeah. and the dogs yeah. are called anxiety <laughs> hate and lust <laughs> oh god I want to see what they look like because they can't and all be the same breed right no I think they are I think well they could maybe maybe someone could almost like they're like right. they're like they're brother dogs but but yeah. like Cain and Abel sort of thing but and then there's a baying mob standing around them in a, and they're fighting like a paddling pool. And <laughs> one's getting on top of the other and they're going, go on anxiety, go on fear. Go on, yeah. Yeah. No, fear, fear, hate and lust. That was it. 
it's just lust, fear and hate. And it was like, lust has got fear and hate. He's got, no, no, he's wrong. And then, then no it. one's winning. Yeah. It just, it's just always wrestling and biting and wrestling and biting. And it just goes on for <laughs> decades. <laughs> oh. yeah. Until it stops. That's it. That's, that guy, he hit the nail on that. That's me. And I went, oh, God. But, like, that you can grab something like that and get it and go along with it, but then over time, wouldn't you be sitting around and then experience something else and just go, well, hang on a minute? You know, because you can, like, be reductive ideas. It's like you go, yeah, that's comforting because it just makes me understand it. But then you'll experience something else and you go, that doesn't fit into any of those. And then you, st you start realising there's other things that don't fit into it and then the whole thing crumbles. You, you, and then you cannot worry that you are represented by three very basic dogs. But yeah, I'm, you're I'm, right. I'm guessing you haven't bothered to do that. <laughs> yeah, but they're very they're three powerful dogs. This is the thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, right. So let me get this straight. Just so that I can imagine what dogs are in my head, let's just say that this is real. Fear, yeah. right? So, uh, so yeah, talking fear. about is what that person's basically saying that those are your main drives, or actually they're saying that those are your only drives. He said they were pretty much my only drives. Right, fear. Uh yeah, I can see where knowing you, I can see why I would say that fear plays a part in in your decisions. Yeah. Hate, um, yeah, or anger. I think he said. Well, was it three or four? Three. It was fear, anger, and and lust. <laughs> so anger instead of hate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And the thing is, he visualized it as the three the same dogs. But if you imagine like a cartoon, they look slightly different. So fear is a nervous pit bull terrier who's constantly twitching. Yeah. His eyes, and then there's anger, <laughs> snarling constantly, <laughs> and then there's last, the, the which selfish, is selfish, horrible. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's more. It's more than just a sex. It's it's more. It's more just the, the, a sort of a gorging, a sort of a selfish, <laughs> all-consuming. <laughs> yeah, oh. that the, the one a horny so the pit bull with a with a red lipstick sticking out. Yeah, the lust is the one who wants to ally itself, like love AI, and then damn the rest of the world. Which one That's is lust? Yeah, and and so they're always I, fighting for dominance. So I would argue that in that uh, triptych or trio, l lust is at a disadvantage because it's not in fighting mode, right? The other two could could destroy it but the thing about it is that when when one allows lust to come to the fore because we don't know how to deal with say fear or anger that would explain why people actually get addicted to porn and stuff like that right yeah and risky situations and all that and just like fancying people and even like you know not to joke about this as if it's anything to do with us but when you think well why do people turn into predators or what are people doing when lust becomes a part of their makeup in a way that is actually destructive mm -hmm. 
you can only surmise unless they actually philosophically think yeah i like destroying people using that as a weapon i think it's more likely that it's like a powerful drug that they've they've got addicted to that means that the other things in their head are not happening see what i mean like Mm -hmm. it's a an opiate because it sort of is yeah so i could say like the gentle uh hopefully not too dis uh, disturbing version of it i've had a joke joke before with 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 uh with miles about uh like say you're just feeling really i'm worried really worried about money this week and or i could be worried about my career or thinking that something bad's going to happen and then you don't know how to get away from the thought and it might be then that you might watch shall we say an erotic movie just to forget yes oh i'm boring you sorry <laughs> i'm hey. boring you you better not be touching yourself, Alistair. No. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, so sometimes, like, in the same way that people take drugs or have a drink, lust can be used as a, cell, a form of self-medication. Yeah. And I've, I've, I admit I've had, I've had that in my, uh, in my makeup as well. Like, obviously, lust is supposed to have a place because it helps us find our mates and partners and people to have children with, but also mm. just to find who you are as an autonomous, happy, healthy, sexual human being. Mm. But we also know it can be corrupted and it can, can become, yeah, a version of the cornered dog, right? Mm. But those three together, that's got to help. Basically, if, if Lust's job is to keep fear and anger at bay, you're in trouble <laughs> because yeah, like the other drives what okay so i'm going to ask you a question let's let's assume everyone has actually got those three in them in the paddling pool in their head but some other people your mate would look into their heads and he'd say oh yeah it's the same thing going on in here alistair but your mate nico there's just more dogs or would you agree or disagree with that? What 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 extra dogs, or what what would be the difference in the dog, uh, the makeup of the dog pack in my head, from what you can observe of me? What was bad is my initial thought was, <laughs> if if there are more dogs, it just won't be as a compelling fight. That's not that's not the point, is it? That's what I thought. Your friend, I thought your friend, about three. There's some. Maybe about three dogs. Oh, okay. So basically, that's... it. So it is reductive. If you if you want to stick to a three, then you tell me what you think my three are. Um. You see, I I I think you've got. I think yours are is lust, mm-hmm. fear. Mm-hmm. And but you don't you don't have the um, anger, so you've got hope. Wow. More. But so you've got a more heroic dog in there, but it is outnumbered two to one, and it's it's being hurt. This is the thing. But <laughs> yeah, you can, it's the weakest one. Yeah, this yeah. is the thing. It's and interesting, I, and it's not to say I don't have the hope thing. It's just that they're such dominant, powerful dogs. Mm. That it doesn't get in the ring. That's, yeah, that's an interesting someone, way of looking at it. 
someone throws in hope to mine, then it, it, it shits itself or, and runs or, or, out immediately. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, <laughs> it, it gets bitten quick. I think I, I think, think the most dangerous of those dogs is lust. You're right. Like, don't, you, you wouldn't think it, but lust is vicious. It's not necessarily mm. dangerous. It just like it shouldn't. It, I think lust is only dangerous if there aren't enough other dogs. So yeah. So if if for some reason the the outside of the main three that the these other. Um, the other dogs manage to get themselves into the story and you go oh look hope's here let's calm things down a bit um some something that's like about connection or like uh about uh community i don't know what, quite what the right word is because it's not doesn't fit into uh these dogs are getting mauled you can't <laughs> no but not if there's enough of them see what i mean so if you've got all these different drives that you can switch between, none of them get to dominate. The whole problem is what your mate's saying is the other drives that could be there to temper how much those things dominate, it wouldn't even be a three-dog a three dog fight. It wouldn't be a fight because the pack would look after itself, see? Mm. So in a You're right, but... In a healthy, well-adjusted person, I'm going to say, I reckon there's, I'm not going to name them all, but I reckon you get like eight dogs and it never goes, it never goes out of control because there's a natural order to it. The problem is that if certain areas are closed off to you, that only leaves the three and no one's in control and they don't know who's in charge and they all fight each other. It's quite an interesting thought, to be fair. Mm. I mean, obviously, your friend said it. It's a bit ungenerous. But I, I would probably need a couple of weeks to th figure out whether I think there's any other dogs that represent you. I think I think there is one, actually. Go on. And this is a, the only compliment that I've ever paid you. Mm. I think that you covet reliability. No, uh, reliability a dog. <laughs> well, literally, dogs are like friendly and reliable, aren't they? But you, you sort of like you like to do what you're doing well, and you like other people things to be functioning well. Otherwise, you just, you know, like when you used to tell the story of how you just stood behind two old people who didn't know how to work the ticket machine yeah. in the train station, and you just you just cannot understand why they would be in your way and everything should function properly, right? What is that, though? Yeah. But you you, you like things to work and function well. Mm. So isn't... I don't know whether that's like you being reliable or whether that's like you expect reliability. I think if you broaden it, maybe it's conscientiousness. Yes. Maybe it's, yeah, it's, that, it's that sense of... But do you wake up with a sense of duty that you want to do something today and you'll feel satisfied if you have been able to be conscientious? No. <laughs> so actually what that leaves is, although you you uh, respect conscientiousness, what's more likely is you leave the house and you encounter things that are not 
working or not functioning and not conscientious and therefore you are angry yes and i i think the thing is that dog doesn't want to go in the ring but when it is forced to go in the ring it does well it holds its ground it's just not as outwardly visceral as the others it doesn't want it no it doesn't go yeah i'm here to save the day it's going no 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 and you've got to throw it in and then it will go like that and it it really attacks fear what's interesting here try and think about this let's imagine that if you summon it there would be like a heroic leader of the pack dog that as soon as it turned up its authority would mean that the other dogs kind of bow and the fight stops right so although those things in you are still there and they're natural, no one has to feel bad about having anger, lust, or what was the other one? Uh, fear, anger, lust. Yeah. Right. No one should feel bad about that being in them because I think everyone's got those things in them. But what would you say needs to be the fourth dog that would basically be like, oh, God, we're all all right now because this this sort of like superior presence that calms things down is here well con- I, I do like conscientiousness as a dog it feels like it really feels like my dog not I don't have one but if it would be I like that so I, I wonder would, yeah go on I think it would really like it would kind of cozy up to lust well oh, it God. would keep the order <laughs> Cozy up to lust. Yeah, it would keep the order. Part of me does feel slightly sorry for the other three. I wouldn't want conscientiousness to, to sort of throw its weight around, but I think he's he does have a sort of alpha mentality. Well, th- well, this is this is really interesting, right? Because the other week I was talking to my mate Emily, and she's texting and blah blah blah, and like I don't know, maybe somebody was in the news that day. You know, someone being horrible and like angry and like trolling and all that shit, right? Or whatever it was. It might have been... It could have been that. It could have been Donald Trump. It could have been someone who's done something terrible. But we, the conversation we had was like, oh, anyone who does that, like, say, like, someone who goes out and is violent, right, in society, and hurts other kids, say, or, like, kids who get stab each other and all that, right? Yeah. So, like, okay, so anger's got... Anger and fear is one there, right? Yeah. So, and I remember saying to her, I said, anger, it's a tiny baby, isn't it? It's a tiny scared baby. That's actually what anger actually is. Like the, mm. the, uh, the fear underpinning anger is coming from something that felt vulnerable and has sort of overacted or doesn't know another way to protect itself that's like based in panic and, uh, and fear. So, if you realise that the fear and the anger, as they're presenting as angry dogs, all they need is to be nurtured and loved, and see that it's safe, and then they then they can let the cortisol drain from them and realise that it's okay and they can trust things and blah blah blah, and then they. You know, we've seen it a million times. It's like when anyone tames an animal or whatever, right? So what's yeah. that? What's that? Um, 
that isn't conscientiousness, is it? That's uh, it's like safety, or like or a sense of love. Oh, don't! I can never thought I'd see you say the word yourself. You've done it, I Alistair. Didn't, I didn't You've like done to it. Say it. I didn't like. To You're probably say. right though, and and I was yeah. I mean, like I, can... I didn't want to. I thought knew it was going <laughs> to come. Love, isn't it, Alistair? I want to be an AI. I don't. It's, want... But it is though. It's bottomless love. It's it's bottomless empathy, and this is why like all these like books that help people chill out when they've been depressed, and it's like learn about mindfulness, learn about uh, compassion. That's the one. I think compassion is becoming, it's it's gaining traction as something that might it's probably worthy of replacing things like religions and all that that are just on its own. Compassion is so fucking powerful when you start realizing what it can do, mm-hmm. and all and all you have to do is start being kind to yourself, because it might be most of us. So like that violent kid hasn't experienced compassion. And therefore can't give it right, but that what where that started was with them internalizing the non-compassionate voice into themselves, and therefore thinking hateful and bad things about themselves, and then reflecting them back out again. So even someone who's like angry and violent and like might be in prison and covered in tattoos and has slashed people, yeah, yeah, shown enough compassion. And, and taught how to direct compassion into themselves will slowly develop a new voice that is kind to itself, is to, to him or herself or themselves or whatever. And then what will start happening is they feel less angry, less afraid, and they are more able to, to access compassion to send outward. Mm. And now, if you think about a million, uh, not to get dark, but a million abused children who then went on to be angry and like, you know, kids kids who've had a rough time who then go out and are bad or behave mm. badly. Not They're not bad, they behave badly. Imagine those million kids get taught about self-compassion and compassion and they learn that and then they're less angry and they're less fearful. You will literally reduce how many violent acts happen from that moment. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, in my opinion, I love that we've you know we're having this funny conversation. It comes around to something quite nice. Yeah. In my opinion, teaching compassion from a very early age, knowing that quite a lot of kids are having a rough time at home. Right. If you can start giving kids those skills early, so they can handle their own emotions and their fear and their anger, I think we can literally reduce how much other abuse will happen after that and how much violence and like I think we can like bring the whole thing down a bit yeah possibly I don't know what the numbers would be but I feel like funnily enough it's like me saying that proves what you were saying about uh, I've got the dog in me of hope because I think that I think that's something we can do and all humans yeah but all you yeah. can do is is uh, be kind to one to one person at a time, starting with yourself. But the problem is, obviously, I can make that decision to do that. The problem is converting other people to doing the same thing. It's really good. 
But it's the same. But that's the same as like an ideology of anything, isn't it? You just go, oh, hang on a minute, this this feels workable and like it'd really help. Mm-hmm. And I could put that forward as a sort of manifesto, and a bunch of people would go, yeah, let's join that team. But then someone else will go, fuck off, I want to keep all my stuff. And you need you need anger to keep us safe. And those other people who were not ready to tackle their fears will go, yeah, fuck off, we're the other gang. And then you have to like, then you're back to needing democracy again, aren't you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah, I'm going to fight for hope. Above fucking AI, nuclear bombs, environment, whatever, like, compassion saves the world. There you go. That's my headline. It's a big dog. I like it. Just give it some thought. The dog philosophy. It's good. That's how rich and Greeks. <laughs> but, like, say, say in real life, a real dog walks up to you today after we've had this conversation. Yeah. You're sat on a park bench reflecting on, on what we've just talked about. Mm-hmm. And this dog sort of wanders out of the trees and it comes over to you and it just sort of puts its paw on your knee and looks at you in a way that you know it's trying to tell you something and that it's friendly. What would that mean? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Um... I'd go, hello, I'd like it, but I would want to know where its owner is. I wouldn't. <laughs> but wouldn't you take it as a sort of spiritual sign that compassion has come to find you and that yeah, now but it's I think okay? That would, probably, that would probably freak me out. That's the thing. <laughs> That's the difference. Go. You would be suspicious. See, this is the thing. You need to find a way yeah. to There's lower your defences to good things. It's like when you when you said l- 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 love. Maybe <laughs> maybe you need to you need to not be scared that you can let that in. I'm working on that. I just yeah, you're right, but it's just compassion is just, your friend, Alistair. I would just want to know. <laughs> no. Alistair, give compassion a biscuit. <laughs> If if compassion very, the dog walked nice. up to you in a graveyard and said biscuit, would you feel? Would you go and find a dog biscuit? Biscuit, yeah, I definitely would. Then biscuit, <laughs> oh god, I would. I love it. There you go. We've not had a chat like this for a while. Yeah, it's good. In a way, like I do feel good. I do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, like, you know, I don't know what I'm on about, do I? But um, it is interesting getting into your head and uh, labeling things, and then realizing that there are there are possibilities outside what usually happens in your own head. It's true. I think that's a good thing. I think the privilege of being alive. One of the things that's going on is. Don't assume that how your head works is it. It's yeah, literally well, just the, yeah. th- the three dogs you inherited. How about opening up to the idea of what, which, which other ones could be in the mix that would actually help you fucking feel more whole? Yeah. 
Anyway, I can see you. I think I've exhausted you now. (laughs) My dogs are quiet. Yeah, they've all fallen asleep. They're all bored, bored shitless. Uh, they're just like falling asleep and I think uh, oh look at this the dogs I've tamed the dogs and really they're just they're just not interested they've just wandered off uh, and uh, as soon as I as soon as I like hang up it'll be like <laughs> <laughs> start up again and the crowd going go on go on oh well at least we gave ourselves a bit of pause we did. And I mean pause as in reflection, not dog's pause. <laughs> nice. Although it does work both ways. It does. Fun. Alistair. Yep. Give compassion a biscuit. <laughs> oh. Do you want to? I do. But I'm... If there's, All right, if there's one biscuit now. Yeah. And now the four dogs are in the ring and they're all sitting licking their lips. You throw a biscuit into the air and the, and the strongest dog will catch it who do you want to catch the biscuit right now well I want compassion to catch it but I just feel sorry for the rest of them that's the thing yeah I'd, I'd actually want to I'd, I'd, I'd want compassion to win but then I'd just take fear anger and lust aside and go don't, don't worry next time I'll do it yeah well, all they have to do is learn a bit of compassion. They might be able to catch the biscuit. Don't tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think actually would win, though? There's compassion sitting there all fucking pleased with himself. You know, do-gooder. Blast. Blast is gonna kill just going to fucking jump in front of everyone and just fuck the biscuit. Yeah, it's the... Uh, yeah. It has no limitations. And it just saunters off, and then, like, the female dogs nearby are just like, who's that guy? Yeah. No, I don't think it that's... It doesn't stop. Nope, don't ruin time. it. Nope. <laughs> that doesn't happen. <laughs> Lust never wins. <laughs> don't say it wins, Alistair! <laughs> right. Well, on that sexy bombshell, yeah, I think we should wind up. My own final question you. for you is, yeah, oh, I was going to ask you something. This is all sort of like date date specific, but this probably will go out in like two weeks. Yeah. So tell me now, will you be watching the FA Cup final? <laughs> what is that? Oh God. What do you mean, what is that? Is that the one where conceivably any team could win? Yes. Yeah, everyone in the whole league structure has entered that competition at some point. And obviously you usually end up with at least one of the mega big teams in the final just because they tend to be the best teams. But you do occasionally get someone either who's not great but still from the top league or occasionally someone from the league below has made it to the final. Have they ever had it where, like, a team which is so below, like, as in if you and I and then mm. uh, nine other people mm. Mm. formed a team in the FA 
Mm. There's no way we could get to the FA Cup final, is there? Like, it'd be very, very difficult. You'll get you'll get the odd one where like a fairly low league team's made it to the quarters or the semis, but usually like someone just mm. pans them out of the way. Yeah. In in the mid in the late eighties, nineteen eighty eight, if I'm not wrong, eighty seven or eighty eight, Wimbledon won the FA Cup against Liverpool, and they were they weren't from really low down. I mean, they might have even only been like one or two leagues below, but they had kind of come up from being pretty fucking small wow. in a matter of just a few years. So that was that was a a pretty iconic one. Remember Vinnie Jones? Oh yeah, that was that was like the team he was in. Yeah. They were basically rough, rough diamonds that somehow kind of bullied and jostled their way to winning the FA Cup. Doesn't really that. happen very much anymore because of Man- Manchester City being owned by like literally like an Arab state. <laughs> and that might ha- also happen to Man United. And if that happens, I will literally not be able to watch them and feel anything anymore. If Qatar buy us. It'll be like, this is just fucking ridiculous now. You're basically like the shard. <laughs> That's what you are. You're just an asset. Yeah, absolutely bollocks. Anyway, I'll be watching and hoping my team, Man United, wins. Very unlikely, because City are fucking unbelievably good. But there you go. Let's see how that one plays out. Anything nice with Helen this evening? Um, we might have a curry. In or out of the confines of your house? In, just a takeaway. Yeah. Um, what do you, do you, do you, I have to know now, you've mentioned now that we're in domestic again. Do you mix it up and go, oh babe, should we try the chana dal? I have never had this Peshwari naan. Hey, no, why don't we get lemon rice this time? Or is it? Never, never. Is it absolutely same order again and again? Yeah, I had the same curry order for 25 years. <laughs> what is it? Um, no, sorry. She, Helen changed it. It was the same oh. for 25 years. Right. And then Lauren, so I, it was... Um, yeah, she's called Lauren, really. Lamb, Rogan, Josh. Yeah, I quite like that. And then she said, but you don't like tomatoes, <laughs> as in cooked tomatoes. And I said... But and I basically said, but I don't know anything else different. I just assumed this was all this is curry. Curry, and she said, no. Why don't you have a madras? You'll like that. And so I did. That's and quite that a hot one. Like, well, I've just wasted all that time on Rogan Josh. Why would I do that? <laughs> do you pointless. like madras? Because it is lovely, but that's that's quite it's quite a powerful curry. It's not, that it's not. It's quite hot. It's not mad, but I. I yeah, I was just pleased to not. But have still lamb. Tomatoes. Still lamb. Yeah, lamb. I, I so it never lamb. occurred to you to order something that doesn't have the thing in it that you don't like in twenty five years. But I just didn't. I didn't even know. I didn't even know I could do. That. <laughs> oh god! I, I just, it. I just, it wasn't. It was like something was missing, and I couldn't conceive of anything other than broken chops. Yeah, but the it's on a menu of other things. Yeah, but this is the thing. I I would have regular curry every Christmas. A group of friends and I would go for the Christmas curry, and I'd look. <laughs> the, the, the waiter would hand me the menu, and I'd look at the menu, and I just didn't know. 
I just go, oh, it's all just stuff, isn't it? And then I just see Rogan Josh, and I kind of roll my eyes and go, another lamb, Rogan Josh, please. And yeah. then it's not... just your get out panic. Just say it and get to stop this conversation. Yeah, I just wouldn't know anything else. I didn't know anything else was possible. Have you tried any of the creamier coconutty ones, like a sort of pasanda? I don't. I don't think I'd like them. I like. I don't like kind of creamy yeah. food. I mean, that's fair enough. Um, incredible. I, oh, yeah. Does Does Lauren one mix, time does she go on? I ordered a. I did one time actually order a thing called a tandoori mixed grill. Yeah, uh, and I did. <laughs> I called. did like it. <laughs> <laughs> a thing called like I won't know what it is. I love. I actually love a yeah, tandoori mixed grill. I liked grill. it. But it, but well, it this wasn't is the thing. I preferred it right, to Rogan Josh, but um, I still went back to Rogan Josh. I still, I sort of, even went, though you oh, don't I've like tomatoes, yeah, I kind of like went. Oh, I've, I've done it now. I, I have to. That, that's it. Well, that's, valiant enough. That's right, that bit of Rogan you. Josh. That is that bit of you that is the uh, not reliability or predictability or functionality, or whatever it is. That sort of uh, efficiency. You still, your brain still, the muscle memory still is comforted by doing the same thing over and over again, mm. above preferring something. <laughs> oh god! Oh, I love it. I'm so glad that you're still you. I was so yeah, I was so sense. scared when you did therapy that you just become normal. <sighs> <sighs> Never change, Alistair. I won't. It's okay to give compassion a biscuit, but never change. Yeah, I won't, I won't. Right, well, on on that second bombshell, please enjoy your curry. Will you have a Rogan Josh tonight? No, no, Madras. Oh, yeah. And um, a plain naan, not a... Actually, garlic naan. Right. Well, I've, I've got a curry as well, but it's one that I made a couple of nights ago. I cooked for a friend and... uh. I made a uh, aubergine chickpea courgette mm. spinach peanuts carrot peppers uh like a uh, with tomato t- tin of tomatoes and uh, coconut milk fresh spices garlic and ginger like a proper God. sort of from scratch veg curry cuz I had a, a vegetarian visitor and it, I was very smug. I, and do you know what else I did? I made my own fucking flatbreads. Oh, why? <laughs> because cause it was like a, a fun thing to do, and it's really pleasing. All you do is you put plain flour. It's a Jamie Oliver thing, this. Whoa there, dickhead. It's self-raising flour, not plain flour. And a dollop of natural yoghurt and a bit of salt and some extra virgin olive oil get you sort of like have to look at what the you know the amount the measures are and you just keep mixing it round with your hand until it sort of becomes a dough and you kind of like put a bit of flour on a chopping board and sort of roll it out flatten it a bit and then you put it in a, a dry frying pan for a few minutes and then turn it over and then it's like fresh fresh you've like made a, a version of fresh bread out of yogurt and flour it's amazing 
all that I would not I'd hate I just but that was like making an effort because it's like nice because someone's come round and you know I made my own raita out of yogurt and cucumber and mint oh, no. and coriander and I know you think that's illogical don't you I just don't do you think it's arrogant of me to try and do that when the I Indian takeaway actually knows how to do that properly yeah I just think it's insane <laughs> <laughs> oh god i've missed this oh alistair how have i let you slip from my life what are you going to come <laughs> down again soon i want to take yes you, i will i want to take you to do some um cheap seaside entertainment oh uh, yeah okay Will you up for that yeah that'd be good and then then we can have a conversation about it where you feedback to how you felt oh next time i'm on i will tell you about i'm going next time I'm on I'm going to a week on Sunday I'm going to my first ever day festival oh my god where is it it's not well it's a very light festival Lauren sold me in on it it's called pub in the park and it's in a park (laughs) and um it features bands yeah and uh some of them are well known yeah and one Republica right yeah and then they're selling um, food and drink. So a sort of more, sort of safe, more gardeny vibe, but sort of it's like a yeah. soft festival. I mean, quite frankly, at this yeah. point, I couldn't be asked with anything above that either. But as in, we had to like pay. You have to yeah. kind of pay for the ticket, and then you go in, and um, there's the music there. Yeah, and then those ones will be on, and then that'll finish, and then the other ones will come on, yeah. and you'll be expected to be like, oh, they were good, or oh this isn't really for me but yeah. should we go over I to this one I asked one? Lauren I said what do I do <laughs> what do you think you what did you think you have to do just go there drink stand and watch stuff have a chat get into the atmosphere uh, maybe like tap your foot dance yeah that's the thing I've had struggle with is is when I can do the beer and I can have the beer in the hand and I can do like the, the sausage in my hand mm. or whatever it's then just when they're on the stage <laughs> what do like yeah do I move what or what I don't know I don't know no just let it, see let, it, it is. What, let it just yeah, let it happen what's required of me this the music the will tell you what it wants uh, I'm th- that's what I worry about what well, I'll let you know how I get on. Don't let, let it. Know. Don't let it manipulate you. Yeah, because that's that's what you've said before, isn't it? That when a sound, it's oh, like getting yeah. everyone dancing. You you look at that suspiciously. Like, why is that making everyone do that? Yeah, I just, just <laughs> human weakness. This is the thing. It, it's weakness, but it's it's, it's, it's an expression of joy. <sighs> it goes back. But I'm not joyful. I don't understand. <laughs> Oh god, we we've we've almost done two episodes worth here, but that's yeah. all right. <laughs> well, everyone, I hope you've enjoyed yeah. a, a pretty long Grig special. Um, I for one, I'm glad that we made the effort. That's a good one. Um, come back again soon. Let's hang out and do, and then and then report back the thing that we do. Yes. When's when's the festival? 
Uh, a week on Sunday. So Great. Sun yeah. Right, well, we'll catch up in like three weeks. Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to press stop, but you can stay right there. I haven't finished with you yet. But for everyone else, say goodbye to the boys and girls. Goodbye. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Remember, if you love the show in a deep and probably unhealthy way, you can help support it on an ongoing and stalky basis on patreon.com forward slash stupid hearts club. Uh, your choice. See you soon, you internet weirdos. I I'm, I'm one. <laughs>